You're listening to How It All Works, Convos and Collabs. Helping businesses, brands, and thought leaders understand the positive impact of live streaming. Live streaming. And now, here's your host, live video consultant and coach, Kirk Nugent. Woohoo! Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have the author of the book, Tales from the Greenwood District, as our guest tonight, Mr. Julian Waddell. Look, this guy is an ecosystem builder. And listen, I'm just going to say this right at the outset, y'all, right at the outset. Because somebody somebody said they have their T-shirt. Look, what goes with the T-shirt is the book. It's a it's a pair. It's a match made in heaven. You got to buy the book if you have the T-shirt. So go ahead and yes. grab the book. Go ahead and grab the book. Somebody, one of my one of my mods, go ahead and put that Tales from the Greenwood District link in the chat right now. Go ahead and grab the book, Tales from the Greenwood District dot com for my audio for my audio folks, for my replay folks, for my podcast folks. Tales from the Greenwood District dot com is where you can find this book on the website is an experience all of itself all on its own it's an own it's it's it is its own experience but you want to make sure you grab this book tales from the greenwood district julian what's up man (laughs) man i am excited to be on this show (laughs) i can tell you just being on this show by itself like you mentioned earlier it's been a continual blessing i've got two other opportunities just from your advertisement alone like on LinkedIn, on Instagram, people reaching out and I am blessed. I'm grateful for being able to be a guest on your show. Look at that. We listen, family, we we haven't even begun. We haven't even started our conversation. And he's already sharing with you the power of video, the power of yes. video. If you have a live show, you got to advertise your live show. And in order to li- you know, properly advertise your live show, you got to put together a flyer. And when you put together a flyer, you're going to share that flyer to get people to come to the live show. Hi, 26 of you who are watching right now. Go ahead and share this bad boy. Make sure we get enough people in the chat. Tag five people. Huh? Tag five people. Yeah, yeah. Send this link. Text it to folks. Make sure we get as many people as we can in here. And this is a shameless plug for our master class, live, live show planning A to Z, because this is what I'm going to be teaching you in the class, how to make your live show check multiple boxes. Julian, tell the folks a little a bit about you. A little bit about yourself, who you are. Of course, we, we, we've we already heard of, uh, some of your, your relationship to this live streaming thing, but even take a second to talk to us about your quote from tonight. Above all, always be helpful. Talk to us. Okay. So um, if you know me, you know that I'm an entrepreneur. Um, at least that's, that's what I've always... <laughs> wanted to be and that's something that I've done from childhood. And when I say childhood, I'm talking about all the way 6 years old. That's all the way back. So, it's something that I eat, breathe, live entrepreneurship. Wow. But just like the, uh, the my quote, my favorite quote is above all always be helpful. Mm-hmm. I realize that when you think along the line of entrepreneurship, a lot of the, a lot of people automatically think about I need to do a particular thing so I can make money. Yes. Yes. As I was growing up, and I'm I'm going to mention an op- when I was a kid, one of the first instances my my parents took me to Walmart and I bought some blow pops. And I went and this is my first venture into business and I didn't sell not one blow pop. I gave everything away. 
Wow. Thinking wow. along the line that by giving it away, I'm selling it on credit and I can basically leverage that. At, at that time, I didn't think about leverage um, like as a concept, but the thought process was giving away on credit will allow me to develop some type of social capital. Okay. As a okay. So yeah. That was my mindset. My mindset was, let me do this. And there were a lot of, I didn't want to give to some people that couldn't afford it. I wanted to be able to give it away so that people could be able, everybody could be able to benefit from it. That was my right. thought process. Right, right. And so from childhood all the way on, my mindset has always been above all, always be helpful. And I realized by following that mantra, it, it enables me to be more effective and efficient. Mm. And so I'll dive into that a little bit more as I tell you a little bit about my more about myself. So sure, I'm, sure. A, I'm a professor yes. at Oakland University. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, but more than being a, a have, have you ever like um, heard the concept of a social entrepreneur? I have actually. Yes. All right. So a social entrepreneur has, focuses on not just the financial bottom line, but the social bottom line. Okay, like what okay. kind of impact do they want to want to be? And that's something that has been at the core of everything that I that I've built. So it goes hand in hand with the mindset of how can I solve problems? Mm. Now, of course, whenever you're thinking from a financial standpoint, you think about um, in order to make money, you should think along the line of what problem can I solve? Yes. I love this. <laughs> All right, so, yes. So when you think about problems being solved, if you understand that there are a limited amount, unlimited amount of problems, your capacity to make money is unlimited. Whoa. 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 Say, say that one more time for the folks in the back. If we think about, oh my goodness, say that one more time, Doc. If we think about problems and the fact that there are there will be a limitless amount of problems, no matter what, there will always be problems. You have to also realize that if problems have a direct correlation to making money and they're unlimited, that means that their your capacity to make money is unlimited. And so that's wow. where my thought process of, of all, above all, always be helpful because there is nothing yeah. stopping me from making money, but there are things that are stopping me from being helpful. So if I place helpfulness first, instead yeah. of focusing on being, I'm going to be this go-getter, I right. want to focus also on being a go-giver. Go-giver. Oh, man. A go-giver. Man. <laughs> it's, um, it's unlimited unlimited you know there's there's something to be said for seeking to answer a question and or a problem uh this is something that my community knows me for saying all the time answer a question you know uh be vulnerable and be be consistent these are this is a t-shirt that i have as well it's on the shop and and so when you say there, if if there are unlimited problems, and we know that in the world there truly are unlimited problems, then there, in and if problems, the solution to problems is a direct correlation to making money, then we can bypass the middleman in the equation and say that there are also unlimited ways to make money. Exactly. We just have to find the problem that we are uniquely designed to solve 
that right there golden golden man we've got we've got folks in the chat already go giver gary jones is saying go giver uh jana peterson i think you know her she said wow what a word that is a word seesaw studio says that's a powerful statement living water quilter is here she says it's good to be here uh, making sense of dead says, hold up, hold up. That was a gem. That was a gem. <laughs> like people's hands are going in the air already. Limitless amount of opportunities. Tawana Harris says solving problems and being a go giver sold. Look at that sold. Look at that sold. So, so listen, I, if, if this is how we answer the first question, I don't have a clue what we're going to do in the second question. <laughs> I'm excited, Julian, man. Listen, you know, it's always, listen, for those that are watching, for those that are listening in the podcast, we have had Julian on multiple times before. This is not his first. In fact, uh, if you listen to our first episode this month, watched our first episode this month, we gave a, an award away, Trailblazer Award, How It All Works, Black History Month, Trailblazer Award. We gave that to, uh, to uh, oh man, what, Davis, uh, uh, Allison Davis. So now we gave that award to her this year. She was our 2022 recipient, but our 2021 inaugural recipient of said award is actually Mr. Julian Waddell. And I wanted to make sure that we share that with you as well, because we want to make sure you guys understand the history. And if you want, we're going to actually link in the description of both the video and in the uh, the podcast to that original uh, show where we gave him that award. I think it's something special. It's a special moment that you need to see. So we're excited about that. And right out of the gate, we start with gems. I hope you watch you're you're watching. I hope you're listening. Go giver. Being a go giver. Oh my word. So so we're talking about I mean of course our our topic tonight is the power of video for minority entrepreneurs. And we have already dis- defined that you are <laughs> said minority entrepreneur. And you're talking about how we can find uh uh work for us to do to be able to make money. And that is in being a go-giver and solving problems. I love it. I know it sounds simple, and but a lot of people are getting this thing. And, 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 and yes, yes, it can be complex. But let's now shift a little bit because I want to hear your, you know, kind of content creator story. And, and you know, how did you get started? Well, what, what you, you talked about even the fact that being on this show today, um, has been an impetus uh, for several opportunities that have opened their doors for you. You are also, let me just say this. I, I don't know how I didn't say this before. You have been our sponsor all year. You are our sponsor in January under your wife's brand, 57 Northampton. You are a sponsor this month under your book title, Tales from the Greenwood District. And you are also our sponsor next month under your wife's other brand, Hustle Healthier. And I just, I just, listen, so you clearly understand the power of video for entrepreneurship. So it's talk life to us, changing. It, talk to us, give us, give us some, what, what does that background look like? <laughs> okay, so again, we're walking down memory lane. All right, so I didn't realize how important content creation was, but I knew that I loved being a content creator. Right. I loved the ability to create different things. And so if I was to go all the way back and actually reminisce on a lot of the things that I've touched on, I realize every single time that I've created content and put it out there, it allowed me to be able to scale. See, there's a difference between, let's say, for instance, me and Kirk having this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. We have this conversation just between us. We're sitting down. We, we can do that. Ooh, but being scale. able to share that with you all 
basically allows us to take this information and take it to the next level and share with multiple people. Just like the very first thing that Kirk said, take this and share this with five people. So this right. uh, it started off when we first started, I believe it was 12 people online. Now we're you at 33. Correct. We're at 33. So with that being in mind, with that in mind, just us having this conversation, <clears throat> the ability to create this content, put it out there and share this content allows us to be able to scale what we are talking about and what we're wow, building. Wow, 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 wow. For, for the entrepreneur looking to scale, video could be the vehicle to really put help you put it on a larger platform. And, I mean, this is, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> we are cooking tonight. Go ahead, go ahead, Julian. So now, now, there has been a lot of opportunities where I use content and I didn't realize at that moment how important content was. I just, like I said, I like creating content, but the nail was hit on the head. I think it was 2020 when mm. we launched um, our first entrepreneurship week at Oakwood University, right? Okay. So the whole background but by of creating entrepreneurship week was to highlight students, highlight student businesses, hi highlight alumni, and just put it out there. So individuals and, and to be clear, Oakwood University is a historically black college. Uh, it's a historically black university here in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, it is where I, where me and Julian met, uh, where I was CIO. He, he was a CISO, uh, and we worked very closely together. Um, and so now he is in the School of Business, and he heads up their entrepreneurship center. Continue. In fact, he's sitting in the entrepreneurship center right now, recording this yeah. video, because this space that he's in right now is a space for 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 small business startups to come and record their content. This man understands the importance of having a space like this for entrepreneurs to be able to come and get a start. I just want y'all to connect the dots here. Come on, Julian. Uh, let me shut up now. I'm so I'm so glad that you mentioned this because this right here is literally a fruit of the labor of content creation. So going to that story. Right. So first entrepreneurship week 2020, we put it together and we decided to do two things. We decided to contract um Sweet Gap. Sweet, uh, Gap. Sweet Gap came with us and helped us put out Sweet Gap is Chris Mc, Chris McNish. Chris McNish phenomenal videographer. He can videographer and photographer. All of my headshots yeah, are done by Sweet Gap. FYI. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> so he put out a phenomenal video. That video allowed us to highlight everything that happened that week. And then we also live stream our pitch competition. So the combination of those two things, which by creating that, that putting all that together, I think it may have cost us, and I'm going to be completely transparent. Come that on. may have cost us to put the whole event together, maybe under five grand. All right. Okay. Okay. A week worth of programming five, under five grand. Because of that event, so many people heard about it that we were able to get additional sponsors, which led to us actually standing up an entrepreneurship center, which we are in right now. This yeah. was one week. We had no intention of creating an entrepreneurship center. We just wanted to be able to push entrepreneurship on campus. And literally that same, maybe a couple months later, we received so much support that we were able to stand up an entrepreneurship center and of course, you know, with that entrepreneurship center, we had to have a space for content creation Not because content con creation was our lifeblood. Let, let's check this out, guys. I, and I, you can you can stop me wherever I'm, I'm overstepping in terms of sharing too much. But you guys had a sponsor for the gaming room, which is literally across the hall from you. 
right? Yeah. A- 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 are you at liberty to share who that sponsor is? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. So okay. It, it, two, actually two sponsors, Community, which basically they um, they founded the HBCU Esports League, which is nice. connecting all esports in the HBCUs across the United States. Yes. And Red Bull. Red Bull. So Community let me tell you. And Red Bull. Yes. <laughs> let me tell you why that's so, so significant. So again, going back into content creation, um, by us doubling down on supporting content creation, we made the space for entrepreneurs, specifically micro entrepreneurs, to be able to have all of the support systems in place. And we we knew that if we're going to put a, a support system, what's going to be the cornerstone of that support system? Right. The ability to create content. So the very first thing was let's create this room. Let's create <laughs> other rooms for people to create, like take um, photographs, to take headshots. Yeah. Let's yeah. have lab set up so people could do, be able to stream. And everything had a content creation spin that no matter what, if you come in as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you're going to get everything that you need to support your idea. And we focused on ideation. How do we yeah. support content creation and ideation? That was our central point. And and, 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 and the name of the, the space is appropriately Launchpad. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, it's 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 just it's just so ingenious. And and, and I want I want people to catch this part, Julian. I don't want anybody to miss this. They it's I don't want to I don't want to put we want to put its proper emphasis on video. We want to put the proper emphasis. We don't want to put too much. We don't want to put too little. They had an idea. They were willing to work hard. The truth of the matter is, if if the entrepreneurship week wasn't already a success, then Chris McNish and Sweet Gap would not have had anything to capture. But because it was a success and they had the foresight to bring in someone who could capture it and package it into content that could be shared across the globe, then other people were able to see it and say, hold on, that's dope. So they yes. saw the, the the impact sessions with folks coming in from Hollywood and they saw you guys taking people to to ideation spaces all around the city of Huntsville. They saw the fashion show where uh, c- college student designers had models walking up and down the catwalk. They saw the, 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 the other sessions where you had a panel of entrepreneurs, multi-million dollar entrepreneurs speaking to kids about their ideas in the pitch competition and awarding them funding for their idea. I'm telling you, it was phenomenal in its own right. I want to make sure that that part is highlighted because some people will be like, oh, bet, I just need to do something and record it and then I'll be good to go. No, 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 no. This project was top notch. And this is what, you know, I always say this to folks, the lights, the cameras, the, 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 the colors, all of the things, the quality with which you see us on screen right now is good, but it's only 30%. And 70% yes. is going to be your content. Look, look, if you only get the tech right, you still fail. Because if you only get 30%, that's <laughs> still F. If you, if you get the content right and you don't get the tech right, you actually still pass. Yeah. So yeah. you want to po- you want to focus on the content. Make sure your content is good. But never forget about the impact and the power of video to put your, your project, to put what you're doing out in the main street shine a floodlight on it and allow people to come knocking. And this is what he's been able to experience. And I just want to 
make sure we highlight that part. I'm going to sh- shut up right now because Entrepreneurship Week uh, was your first one. Am I correct, Julie? Yes. First one, 2020. And then you had a second one. Yes. And that I'm telling you, that one right there, that <laughs> took it to the very next level. Now, keep Come this on. in mind. Now, you know, you know that obviously we're in a pandemic. Now, yeah. in 2021, first started, this was right before the pandemic. So, it, like, everything was in person. It was February 2020. This is right before we knew about COVID. But going into the next year, 2021, we knew that we could not. Everything that happened, we had to continue to build upon that. And mm-hmm. we were able to then take that to the next level by having it online. And when right. we had it online, we had way more reach. Everything was live streamed, but it had such a much more bigger impact. Impact. Oh my God. Because of how succinct everything went, how crisp everything was, we had so much more attendance that I don't even know how we can take it to the next level after that. But I, I know, I know that it has to be something that has to do with content creation. We have to be able to put it on video. And 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 I and again, I have to quickly add now, shameless plug, they had a really phenomenal group of, of producers for uh, their second entrepreneurship week. And that, that was, you know, Composition LLC. You better ask. Unbeatable. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing I want to share there is in that uh, second entrepreneurship week, they had and Andrew Pygott um, talking about the, this history of of of, of man civilization. Yeah. Um, they had. Oh, the the gentleman who designed Shuri's lab in Brandon the Sarah. in the movie Black Panther, Black Panther, the 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 lab where she they had him in their entrepreneurship week talking to students live. This stuff is still actually online available for you to watch right now, and that's the point. It's let me let me evergreen add Evergreen content, evergreen let- content. Go ahead. Now, Brandon again, Sadler. thank you, Jana. Thank you, Jana. Brandon, Brandon Sadler. Thank you. <laughs> that would not have happened if, again, that would not have happened if we didn't have video. No one would have heard of us. I mean, literally, I mean, Power. of course, Powerful. if you if you're familiar with Oakwood University, of course, you know about Oakwood University, but no one recognized before our entrepreneurship week, Oakwood University as something that had a center in entrepreneurship. Yes. And an entrepreneurship center, but basically centered. But if you, and this goes into talking about a little bit about the book in and of itself, Uh HBCUs in general were built to be uh, a seed for entrepreneurship. It was built for entrepreneurship, but you wouldn't be able to think that going to Oakwood before 2020, that there was a major focus of entrepreneurship at all. Wow. And because of video, because of the focus on creating video and content creation, we were able to not only highlight entrepreneurship, we were able to like gain the attention of people who wanted to, to assist, to help, to be able to be a part of it. Brandon Sadler, uh, everyone else that came and joined, mm. it all stemmed from the very first one, which would not have happened if we didn't have that video. Come on. We would have just talked about it. We would have heard it, and it would have just been like every other event. Oh, man, I heard you all had a good event. That's good. Tell me about it. But that video 
That yeah. was a time capsule. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the video, you can tell somebody, yeah, we had a great event. And they're like, oh, that's so good, that's so good. Then like a week or so later, they see the video. And then they come back to you and they're like, bro, but hold on, bro, bro. You said you had a great event, but I watched the video. That wasn't a great event. That was epic. How do I get involved next year? Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. what I want people to understand. Uh, one of the things that Julian said earlier, and I'm, I'm trying to move on because we, we, we have other stuff to get to. I'm trying to move on. But something Julian said earlier was the term scale. You guys know, though, if you've been watching it all, you know that that's a near and dear term for me. People are always trying to scale. But scale can mean so many different things. And I love the fact that Julian said one of the ways that you can scale in your business as an entrepreneur is to utilize video. Because yes. you can serve a wider amount of people. Now, here's the question. This is the audience question. We're going to throw this on screen right now. Have you ever thought about, y'all put on your thinking caps. I need you to start typing. Start typing. Have you ever thought about why people make more money from a buffet versus a la carte? Have you ever thought about why your Indian restaurant, why, why your favorite, but like, you, you know, Golden Corral. Why do they make more money from the buffet as opposed to a la carte? I want you to guys, I want you guys to think about that. And as you are typing your responses, we want to hear a word from our sponsor. We're all familiar with Rosa Parks' refusal on the bus that day. The music, artistry, and soul from the Renaissance in Harlem. And who could forget Martin Luther King's eloquent and vivid dream on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial? But why don't you know about Greenwood? The District of Tulsa, named after a city in Mississippi. The district better known as Black Wall Street. Yes, the place where the massacre happened. But did you know the people who live there are more than what happened to them? If you can't answer that question, then you owe it to yourself to read Tales from the Greenwood District by Julian Waddell. Exploring the history that created the legacy, highlighting the lives lived rather than how those lives were lost. Get your copy on Amazon today. For more information, visit talesfromthegreenwooddistrict.com. Tales from the Greenwood District. Tales from the Greenwood District. I, I we are gonna we're gonna unpack this book in in a little bit. In, in like like it is literally our next question. But yeah, I mm, Tales from the Greenwood District. I I I'm so excited about the sponsorship and partnership that we have with Julian Waddell with Jana. Uh, with their many ventures, which we can help to shine a floodlight on because they're doing such phenomenal work in the community. So I love that. And I wanted to make sure we highlight that. And I want to make sure you guys get a chance to take a look at what they've got going on. If you do not have this book, I'm, I'm saying this to the folks who are watching live, but I'm also saying this to my, my podcast crew and to my replay squad. You want to go to talesfromthegreenwooddistrict.com. Yes. Go ahead and grab your, your, your copy today. All right. So in the comments, several people <laughs> are already starting to respond to us, Julian. And one of, one of them is Tawana Harris. I want you to grab this comment for us. Okay. Yes, I have. Cost per person is cheaper. She says cost per person is cheaper. 
cost per person is cheaper. She's talking about she's talking about the 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 buffet versus a la carte. Cost per person is cheaper. All right. So making sense of debt says, I never thought about it honestly, but it's because the buffet allows the customer to personalize and people will pay more to have options that are specific to them and give them more freedom. Let me tell you something making sense of debt. You just said an entire word right there. <laughs> like we could just dive off the deep end with that message that you just shared right there. That is, oh my word, that is good. Uh, Jana says, because all you can eat sounds like a better bargain than one single entree. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a better option. Um, um, yeah. But and Brian Jones says with buffets, you control the items being offered. I see it. I see it. I see it. The, this is this is from the perspective of the shop. Julian, man, I, I want to put our, our third question up on the screen here. Unpack for the audience the concept of an information buffet. Unpack okay. for the uh, the audience the concept of an information buffet. And for those who think we're, we're we're heading off the deep end here, we're still on track. We're still under our theme. We're still under our title, and we're actually heading for the book. Go ahead, go ahead, Julian. Okay, so uh, this again touches on a little bit of something that I um, I have as my foundation. So a lot of the times when you think when I go back to above all, always be helpful. Right. I think from a consulting standpoint. I want to be able to do more. I want to be able to provide more to people that have questions that people want that wants to know more about how they can grow their business, how they can be a better entrepreneur, so on and so forth. But the problem is when you have a condensed of saying, um, OK, I'm only going to just do this and I just do this and they're holding back information. Mm -hmm. It basically doesn't allow a person to be able to get everything. They they aren't looking at the potential of what they can yeah. get from this. So yeah. when I think about information buffet and why I live by that, I want to be able, and I have been able to provide as much information as they're willing to take. Mm. That means I become like the Google. There you go. So if you have any questions, instead of focusing on saying, okay, um, I'm going to charge you for you asking me this question, I'm going to tell you everything that you want to know, every single thing. So much so that is going is like it's going to be it it could possibly be overwhelming. It is, yeah. And I'm not doing I'm not doing that to basically make it overwhelming, but the concept of giving you all of the information enables you to say, okay, I see all that I have to do. You've been extremely helpful, but this is so much. Can you help me do this? There it is. Can you help me take this to the next level? Can you walk me through the step? And there that's where I live. My, If you look at the bottom of my name, you see Idea Wingman. Mm -hmm. The reason why I have that thought, that, that concept, that's, that's who I present myself as, is because everybody has different ideas. Everybody has something, like again, something they want to bring to fruition. And instead of holding you back, by saying, okay, I'm not going to give you the information unless you pay me, putting a, a, a pay gate before that, I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to give you everything that you ask for information-wise. And mm -hmm. if you want at that point on how to make that happen, then I will be your wingman to make that happen. That's where I transition for this is my cost to make to help you make that happen. There but if you go. want to do it on your own, here's all the information. And that's mm -hmm. 
and and, oh, and, and, and so and so listen this is so good because the the information so as we look at it from from the buffet a la carte scenario when somebody and this is i know this from my consulting as well when somebody comes and says hey kirk i want you to just help me with Streamyard. Just help me learn this one thing in StreamYard. No problem. You book the session. I get you get you set up with that one thing. And then while we're in the session, I will share a number of other things. You might want to think about this. You might want to look at this. You might want to this. Oh, hold on. I just wanted you to do this one thing. But now I'm like, dang. And here's, here's the piece that I'm, I'm trying to get to. I want people to make this connection because we're still on this video thing. The information buffet from a content creator perspective, from a minority entrepreneur perspective, is best done live. Yes. The best way you can share your information as a buffet, as a, okay, let me say it in terms that you guys will understand, as a lead generator, is for you to do it live and overwhelm them. Not only are you giving them the, the full scope, the full pictures. I just see Janet Peterson says, yes, it's true. Talking to Julian, it's like drinking from a fire hydrant. Uh, <laughs> you, you're giving them the full scope. But you're also sharing with them that I know this. This is my sweet spot. It's my superpower. I know this. So for the entrepreneur that's out there is thinking, what are, what are some of the ways that I can utilize video? You can use it to scale. We already talked about that. You can, if you can, if you can be a go-giver, you have unlimited sources of income. That's, these are gems that we've dropped already. Hope that you're writing them down. But you can also use video to present to a wide audience an information buffet. Now, there are going to be people who pick from that buffet exactly what they want and they walk away. There are going to be others who walk up to the buffet, look around and say, uh, give me the menu. I'd like to order. <laughs> Give me the menu. I, I, I'd like to order. I, I'd like I'd like something specific. In fact, I'd like you to do it. I'd like you to bring it to the table and I will eat it. Like I don't I I recognize from the buffet that you have the expertise that I've been looking for. And now I just want to consume. I want to use you in my operation to get to my next level. That yeah. is where entrepreneurs want to be. If you are thinking about how can I utilize video in my entrepreneurship, my, my business journey, trust me on this one. It is a gold mine. It is one of those times where sharing more can actually be better for you. I had, yes. we, had we had Kimon on the show, and I'm gonna we're gonna get Julian to answer this final question here. That's that's dealing with the book. We had Kimon on the show last month in December, and he was talking about giving info no it was actually Pierre Quinn giving a giving away his information live and it was the best lead generator for him doing uh corporate training workshops uh brand deals all kinds of stuff because people had seen him do it live and I want to make sure that you guys are understanding the information buffet yes you guys put some really good stuff in the chat really good stuff somebody even said i'm hungry julian can you help me <laughs> and and this is what we're talking about you see that question right there is exactly what we're talking about but what i want you to walk away with is there the video has the ability for you to to really scale to be able to share what you what it is you have to offer at a broader sense and from a broader scope and allow people to experience that this is your sweet spot. 
that this is your area of expertise. And so yeah. with that, we want to, I want to drop this, 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 this is our final question. Some of y'all are like, whoa, 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 745. We want to get to the giveaway. We got to get to the giveaway, the book giveaway. We got to get to it. So here's our final question. And, and it's what I want to share with, with, with people. Define the book for everyone. Help people to understand the book. And, and then, of course, we're going to do this, this, this uh, special giveaway uh, offer. There's a special offer that Julian wants to share with you guys that we'll give in a second. But define the book for everyone. And, and this entrepreneurship ecosystem and how it was built. Go ahead. Okay. So um, a lot of you may have heard of Black Wall Street and mm-hmm. Tulsa and, of course, the Tulsa Massacre. But one of the things that you rarely hear about is the actual experiences of the people that live there. Yeah. The background of building up Greenwood. Why is it even called Greenwood to begin with? Did you know that in Mississippi, there's actually a place called Greenwood that during Reconstruction, people thought that was going to be their promised land. And so by going to Tulsa, Tulsa ended up being the promised land that they thought that they were promised after slavery had ended. So when you think about this book, the idea is instead of focusing on the massacre, the sadness, all of the different things that is a footnote in their lives, you have to focus on their lives, what they built, what Mm. they were trying to build. And so what I did with this book is focus on highlighting this moment in time and say, what were they trying to do? What was this ecosystem that they were trying to build? Yeah. And that was my main focus for this, to make sure that when people read this book, they may have heard of Black Wall Street. They may have heard of the massacre. But for a second, I wanted them to eliminate everything that happened that they see negative and just stay in the moment and see what was built and why it was beneficial to the people that live there and why it stood as a flag that represent excellence. Yeah, man, I, I, I wanted, I wanted to make sure we got that in there because, because, you know, so a lot of people, I, Julian and I have these conversations all the time. People do not make the connection. They see him as the, the author of this book and they see him as a professor, but then they're like, I thought he was, you know, you know, ecosystem builder, entrepreneurship. Uh, and, and then I asked them what was, what was Tulsa? What was Tulsa? What what did they build there? What did they build there? They built Black Wall Street. Okay. What did it mean? It it meant it meant that it was a thriving uh, ecosystem. It was a thriving economy where people of color were making it. But it was a system. Yes. There was a mentality and a methodology around what they built in that place. And he kind of helps us to imagine in some respects, because we don't have the full stories, but in a lot of other respects, helps us to rephrase some of the things that we're looking at and doing today. So Black History Month, 2022. First of all, go ahead and get you a book. (laughs) Second of all, this is what we're gonna do. Uh, Julian has a special offer that he is going to share with the How It All Works audience, those who are watching right now and for my podcast crew who is going to catch this uh, later and for my replay squad, whoever watches this video and listens yeah. to this audio can 
take advantage of this deal that Julian's going to share with you right now. Go ahead, Julian. Well, I want to tell you the most success that I've had in relation to my book has because is because of Kirk Nugent. And <laughs> I'm telling you, when I launched my book last year, I was just on one show, just happenstance. I just joined in and I, it just blew it out. Everybody started to talk to me about this book because of being on that show. And because of that, I had to, I have to share that I want to be able to share this book with you all. So if you go to Amazon right now, right it, now, it, the ebook is going to be free all this week, Monday through Friday, for everyone that's listening to this right now. From today until Friday, it's free. The ebook. The ebook. The ebook is free right now. The ebook is free right now for those who are 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 watching, who are listening to this. The ebook is free this week between today, which is the 21st. And Friday, which is the 26th, you are able to grab the copy of the ebook for free right now. Don't, don't please don't leave <laughs> because we, we also have two signed copies to give away today, two signed copies. And, um, Julian, man, I don't, I've, I've been, I've been trying to rack my brain in terms of what's the best way for us to give away these, these, these copies. Let's ask a question, uh, from, from Greenwood. Let's ask two questions from Greenwood and whoever answers it properly. Let's give, we'll get their addresses and I will mail the book out to them myself. So right now, Julian, what's our first question as we get ready okay. to close this thing down? <laughs> One of the founders of the Greenwood district came from Huntsville, Alabama. He was born in Huntsville, Alabama. Can you tell me his name? Come on, come on, come on. All right. Give the second question as well while we're waiting for them to catch up to us. So the first question, y'all, is one of the founders of Greenwood came from Huntsville. What is his name? And, and by saying his, we already gave you the, the gender. But one of the founders of Greenwood came from Huntsville. What is his name? All right, Julian, what's the second question? Okay. I mentioned earlier a state that was the one of or it was said to be the possible inspiration of the Greenwood district. Mm -hmm. What state did I reference? All right. Okay. Jasmine Stewart says Ottawa W. Gurley. Yes. Oh man. Oh man. Jasmine Stewart coming through clutch. Ottawa W. Gurley. And then Shirley Campbell Shirley Campbell says right after that, Mississippi, Mississippi, yeah. Mississippi. So, so Jasmine and Sherry, listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to email us at info at how it all I want you to email your address, your mailing address, uh, Shirley and Jasmine, Shirley and Jasmine. Just email us at info at howitallworks.com and we will mail you out a signed copy of the book. Now, I want to say this to the folks who are like, yes, awesome. We want to go ahead and get the book uh, the, because, it, of course, it's free this week for those who are listening. Those who are listening right now, it's free for you guys. I want to make sure you get the book. But I want to encourage you to get the paperback version as well. I want to encourage you to get a couple copies of the paperback version because we want to see this book 
added to libraries across the nation. We want to see this book given to children and kept in public libraries, HBCU libraries, uh, uh, school libraries, grade school libraries. We want to see people consume this book. We want not only, yes, yes, grab the free ebook version, but grab the paper copy as well. Hard hardback version as well. I have a couple of them. I gift it to people every now and again. It is a great resource. It is well done, well written. It is something that, again, I, I want to catch this one comment as we get ready to close it out today. Uh, time is far spent. And this, this one comment, I think, really embodies what I wanted to say here. Uh, man, if I can catch it. Here it is. Sherry's, Sherry's comment. Sherry Campbell says this. That's outstanding. You gave Greenwood a soul as opposed to it being just another tragic piece of hidden injustice. You gave Greenwood a soul as opposed to it being just another tragic piece of hidden injustice. I want to personally, on behalf of everybody that's watching right now, Julian, I want to thank you for the work you've done to ensure that this piece of history was preserved, that this perspective goes viral. We, we want to see it go viral, that this perspective shift that is necessary in our community can happen and, and that we take this BHM 2022, Black History Month 2022, we take it seriously, that we don't just make it another time where we look at all the atrocities and the injustices. I'm not saying we should not do that, but I'm saying we need to look at the ways. Last week, we highlighted black content creators who are killing it. Uh, week before that, we had a, a living legend a living legend come through and talk to you about her history in broadcast and journalism and talk to us about her dad and how he actually worked with Martin Luther King and several of these other people. This month, we wanted to make sure we gave you guys experiences on the show, on the channel that really helped to broaden our perspective, open our minds and allow us to go into the future in a new way. I hope that we've been able to do that. I want to say a word of thanks to you, Julian, for coming through today. If you could just take a second right now to just tell people where they can find you, follow you. How can they support you? How can they, you know, get into your things, right? All right, get into your shows. You have some shows coming up. Talk to the folks a little bit right now about how they can find you, follow you, and support what you're doing. Well, for starters, um, it was mentioned earlier, if you want to know anything about the book, you can go to talesfromthegreenwooddistrict.com. That basically has not only information about the book, but a little bit more additional information about Greenwood itself. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, on um, Twitter, um, it's um, at Idea Wingman. Same thing um, if you're looking on LinkedIn. Um, it's literally LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash Idea Wingman. So I'm Idea Wingman everywhere you can Excellent. find me. Excellent. I love that. I love that. Oh uh, man, there's uh, there's just so much here to unpack. There's so many comments to go ahead and grab, and I I'm gonna grab a couple here uh, real quick. Um, whew, I want to so people are congratulating uh, of the two ladies. One of the ladies, let me get their comment here. Uh, it is Cherie Campbell. She says, "I am going to follow Julian's lead and gift my copy to a local charter school for their library." Thank you. That is awesome, Cherie. That is awesome. We love that. We love that. Uh, uh, Gary Jones says, just picked up my paperback book. I was born in Mississippi. And if we are highlighted in a positive manner, I will support it. And I love that. I love that, Gary. As we get ready to close this thing out, Julian, my absolute 
respect and thanks to you for coming, hanging out with us, sharing of your gift, your expertise, and letting people know about this great place called Greenwood. This book, I'm telling you, is going to be a game changer for many. And I hope that people heard today how they can use video in their entrepreneurship journey, especially as a minority entrepreneur. Julian Waddell, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Man, every time, every time I think, no, 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 we can't go any higher. We can't get any better. It, it's not possible for us to have a better show. Then we have something like this and you guys knock it out of the park. You guys blow my mind in terms of how you're able to support, how you're able to come through. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I just love the engagement tonight. It, it just seemed like it went so fast, but I'm glad you were here. And here's what I want to ask you to do. I want you to share this video. I want you to grab the podcast. We're going to try and get the podcast out tonight because we know that there's a limited time that people can get this ebook. We want to get that information out there. So we want you to be able to share both the podcast and the live video so that we get this information out to as many people as possible. This Black History Month, let's not make it be business as usual. Let's make a change in the culture. Let's shift perspectives. Let's go after what we know we can do. Man, what a time. I'm, I'm hoping you guys got a chance to really engage and, and see all of the different things that are possible through video, even for the minority entrepreneur. It's your boy, Kirk Nugent, the Geek Speaker Preacher. Hoping it's somewhere in the video today, we got you a little closer to figuring out how it all works. And we see you, family, in the next video. Later. The How It All Works podcast is a production by Composition, helping you better navigate live video. Visit us at howitallworks.com today.